0: in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet The Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player, Abby Bruin, and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.
0: again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three yeah! Yeah! And he a-
2: oh! hello and welcome to It's All gobblers to me I'm laughing because Jeffy has been humming along to the theme tune there really really nicely in the background i might leave it in uh so you can hear it too uh yes hello welcome i'm charles thank you very much for tuning in and listening to it's all cobblers to me this is episode 103 crikey they're going oh. fast aren't they um yeah we mm, mm, this week mm, i think that's going to show the mood of the pod just <laughs> in that one little
3: hmm. okay
2: that's a, that was a uh, great
4: summing up noise that
2: was
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, that's what Tim Oglethorpe should have done at the end of the game When he's like rounding up When he's just about to hand over to Bernie Keith's Rock
2: and Roll Heaven this And in summary
3: <laughs> Hmm
2: <laughs> Love it, yes, that is Danny Brothers You can also Hi. hear giggling in the background Neil Edgerton Scott Hello, uh, hello. Yeah. And as you know, Jeffy is here Because she likes to hum along
1: <laughs> Hey
2: how are you doing, Jeff? Are you okay? I, You're sat on your new sofas, I believe. I'm sat on my
1: new sofas. I'm so excited. I'm also very glad that I am also not currently in a river with the amount of rain we've had in Somerset. But yeah, all good. Thank you.
2: Good, good. Uh, I tell you somebody who isn't very good right now, and that is Chantel Cameron's opponent last night in the boxing. Because yeah. she got battered.
1: Chantel absolutely bossed that, didn't she? Didn't,
2: didn't she? There
1: was lost. no way she was losing that fight from minute one.
2: I will say, I think Jake Sharp should take up a career in boxing commentating because he got the scores spot on. don't know if you noticed that. Jake was uh, tweeting along, uh, probably for part of his job at BBC Radio Northampton. But he scored the fight. He said there's absolutely, I think it was around six, he turned around and went. If, uh, if Chantel does not win this, I'll eat my hat or something like that. Word to that effect. And at the end of the match, he said, well, I've scored that 100 to 90. Uh, I don't see how anybody else could score it any other way. And lo and behold, it was a unanimous decision. All three judges gave exactly the same score. So hats off yeah. to Jake, but not as much as the hats that will throw in the air for Chantel to bring the, be the first ever, um, well, any kind of title in boxing, bringing that back to Northamptonshire. That's brilliant.
4: Indeed. Uh, She um, took her inspiration from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Charles, as many of us did. Uh, Really? (laughs) Did we? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I was uh, was reading an interview with her and she said um, that was her inspiration when she was growing up and she used to go and beat all the boys up and then uh, their parents would come to the door crying um so um
2: <laughs> that's brilliant just,
4: you know exactly what i'm going to say to that charles as well with it being nearly the deadline day which is not quite deadline day
2: the deadline day that's not deadline day but sky sports are going to make it deadline day yes even if it kills them that's the one yeah get her in charles get her in that back line <laughs> Crying out, like, get, stick her in the middle
4: and just get her in sort it all out
2: when you said Buffy the Vampire Slayer was her inspiration, I was yeah. a bit worried because, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was my inspiration when I was growing <laughs> up. Not for the same reasons, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, what carrying on. Not, <laughs> <laughs> Other news this week. Uh, we signed a striker and then didn't play him. Danny Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Danny Rose signed from Mansfield. <laughs> Danny. He did when he <laughs> rose off the feet. <laughs> <Danny laughs> rose at the back <laughs> like a salmon. <laughs>
4: I rose off my sofa, Charles, when that was announced. <laughs> <laughs> a new sofa as well, actually. I've got a new sofa as well.
2: Oh, have you? Oh, oh new, new sofas,
4: sofas
5: all round.
2: Yeah, oh, new he... signing. New Charles,
5: signing I there. think we need to get a new sofa. We're left out oh. here.
2: I, I do. Together as well, Neil. Yo, we, we should we'll, go together we'll and get go together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Were we happy or are we happy with the signing of Danny Rose,
1: guys? Would have been if he played. I mean, can't oh. really judge oh. at the minute because he didn't Brilliant. put him on. But, I mean, it's it's somebody... Can put the ball in the net, so I would say that hindsight's obviously going to be a, a better thing than foresight. But given what Ooh, we've seen from him, uh, hopefully uh, from his previous clubs, hopefully he he will at least, if he could tap in twelve to fifteen goals uh, at, as an absolute minimum, I think I think it'll be all right. But um, obviously we've got to see what he can do first.
5: No, no pressure,
1: Danny. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tapping or are they, Have they all got to be Tappings here? Oh, I'd
1: really like him cool. to be like A Mark Richard-esque yeah. Goal scorer yeah, few, You know Just just of, there Whenever black. needed That doesn't need to Just like Fly in with these 30 yard screamers He just like Turns up And just just rocks up Throws it in the back Of the net Everyone's happy yeah.
4: That's it. It's a Fopper old shit I also know as well
1: Yeah Absolutely
4: just what Keith Cole would have been looking for. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those players who, play, who plays against you and you just he pisses you off for ninety minutes, much like Harry Smith did actually that time yeah. for Macclesfield. Um, oh, I thought you meant on Saturday. But, oh, no, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's the right little um, little bugger, isn't he? So um, can he tell it. why Keith Cole wanted him. Um, he is... He'll wind the opposition up. He'll get right into him, um, and um, it probably won't be long until he's until he starts. Um, Little, I call him little man to the to play off the big man, but he's quite good in the air as well, isn't
2: he? Yeah, I think so. I believe he scored his fair share of uh, of headed yeah. goals. Scored more headed goals.
5: He's a <laughs> uh, yeah. He's I think Danny's and, and Jeffy have summed it up pretty well. There's not much too much I can add. I was going to say exactly what Danny said. He's a he's a bell isn't he? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but he's our bell end now, so he's that sort of player, isn't he? <laughs> You hate him when he plays against you, but you love him when he plays for you. So I, I, it, I think that the, the thing is, and people are going to expect him to hit the ground running and stuff. And he's not going to be a prolific prolific goal scorer, I don't think. He, like ten to, to fifteen is probably going to be his limit. But I guess what else he brings is chasing the ball down and putting himself out a bit and winding up the opposition as well and stuff. So be interesting, I guess. His first game potentially might might be um, Saturday potentially.
2: Oh, maybe, don't, yeah.
4: Don't underestimate as well how many free kicks is going to win for us as well just by being a little bit of a clever Trastical. player, do we call him? Yeah, just, just by going down. And, and that's that's the sort of thing that keeps the ball up the other end, even if we don't score from it. And it's just that that player to stop the game in the middle of that half and be clever about it. He's basically mm. he's,
5: he's going to be basically the forward version of Charlie Goode, isn't he, in that respect?
2: Let's, let's mm. hope so, yeah. <laughs> I
5: hope so.
4: Swift I mean, if he is a bell
2: end, <laughs> then it will be a case of the defenders won't want to be rubbing him up the wrong way. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've Alex literally waited like five minutes to say that. I do apologise. I've waited five <laughs> minutes to get that joke in there. Did you watch the games yesterday in the Premier League? <laughs> I mean, nuts, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not being funny, right? These score lines—they're ridiculous. I mean, Leicester last week beat Man City. Was it five-two? Yeah, and then yeah. they go. What, go home to west ham and lose 3-0 obviously united and tottenham tottenham winning 6-1 and liverpool losing 7-2 i mean it's great. The, the thing it is brilliant isn't it however and i know we've had this conversation before so i don't want to dwell on it too long but do you think that these results would be happening if there were fans in the stadium
1: nah Sheffield united would be performing way better than what they are um, so, teams like them are at a massive disadvantage. Teams like West Ham are a, a huge advantage because obviously their crowds are quite feisty and they're they're used to having fans on their back when they're not performing. Well, they haven't got that at the moment, so the pressure's off. Um, teams like your Man Uniteds and your Liverpools, without that backing, that huge following that they get. Then, then there's going to be a markable difference. So, yeah, I, I think it has a, a massive impact. And actually, to a certain extent, for the better of the game in the circumstances that we're in, because actually, isn't it going to be exciting if it's a totally different set of teams at the top this year? For all the wrong reasons as such, because of the pandemic. But isn't it great to see Arsenal at the top and, you know, to see teams that uh, feel very entitled, shall we say, actually having to work a little bit harder? On the, um, did you say it's
2: great to see Arsenal at the top?
1: Everton, did I say Arsenal? I, I meant. Thought to, you did, I, so meant you I meant to say Everton. Sorry, sorry, Everton fans. I meant to say Everton.
2: I don't think there'll be <laughs> many
5: listening. All yet. them
4: Everton fans. <laughs> 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 uh,
5: on the West Ham point, uh, I'm not sure it's the fans that's had an impact. But did you notice that their performances have improved since David Moyes has had to <laughs> self isolate? <laughs> I did know it yeah, he <laughs> literally yeah. had to self isolate. Since then, they've been brilliant. <laughs> 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 and, on the fans thing as well. Sorry, Charles. On the fan mm. thing, I think I actually think it probably does have a little bit of an impact on some players and stuff. But I was, a little bit earlier, I just nipped out to the shop to buy some milk, which was really exciting. It was a great trip. But I had <laughs> I had I had Five Live on the radio. Um And uh, Mika Richards, or Micah Richards, how you pronounce his first name, was was on there. And they were asking him the exact same question. Mm. And he said, no, he doesn't think it does have that much of an impact. He said, what might be having an impact is just the mentality of the players at the moment. Because of everything that's going on in the world, some of them might be more impacted than others. But he actually said he doesn't think fans not being there will have that much of an impact. And then they asked him, as a player, when he used to play... um, if he was playing in a reserve game with no fans, would he treat it differently to play it in a first-team first, uh, first team game mm. when there was fans and stuff? And he said, well, the younger ones won't because they'll be looking to make their way in the game, but definitely the older ones would do back then. But it's a totally different scenario. So it's difficult to to kind of prove, isn't it? I I, I think there's probably an element of it, but I don't think it, it's that much. I mean, this these sort of scores, th- there is times when this stuff happens before. All you have to do is look at, like, Boxing Day games from... 1960 or whatever, and it was eight six nine four twenty three two. All those sort of things going on. <laughs> that's they and were that get, was that's, that's because was just the They were getting
1: drunk <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> well,
5: flips off Thursday. It were rife back then.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it does take away a little bit from the the tactics of it, doesn't it? Because like filler you could tell yesterday they were just they saw an opportunity, they lifted the ball over the top and led mm. the pacey people to go in behind. So there was tactical stuff going on as well. They just couldn't cope with it and. But I, th- I think it's the thing is, when you go two or three down, the fans can sometimes help um, yeah. get back into it. Um, and when there's not that that atmosphere, it kind of feels like a training ground game where you will get that kind of score. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you're right. You're a little bit, a bit of both
2: going on. But um... I, I enjoyed, as, as you may know if you're listening, uh, I do live with a Manchester United fan. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I quite enjoyed watching the United game. Not because um, my wonderful wife-to-be was uh, so grumpy, but but more because of the commentary. And I was especially enjoying hearing Gary Neville trying his hardest to remain partisan, but <laughs> failing spectacularly. At one point, I, I mean, I absolutely loved the fact that at the end, towards the end of the game, he actually turned... To uh, I, I believe it was uh, was it Martin Tyler doing the commentary for that game? I can't remember, but whoever was doing the main commentary and just sort just simply saying, "Is it is it Carragher doing the doing the next game, the <laughs> Liverpool game?" And the commentator saying, yeah, I, "I think so, yes." And Gary won't won't be watching that then. Um, and then later <laughs> on the <laughs> to see Gary Neville's Twitter, <laughs> which is him his face beaming in front of his screen with Jamie Carragher, just looking very, very upset. I, I, I did enjoy that part of it and that element of it. Um, a little bit too much. Maybe we should say, anyway, should we get on to talking about cobblers things? That's what we're actually here to do. Um, do we have to, I was trying, mm. I was trying to filibuster Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Let's
2: do it. Well, Annie, quick, come on, <laughs> someone
1: else. I've uh, 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 oh, got to saw us. i got to saw us. Yeah. Yeah
5: get him
4: outrage, in
1: outrage by the way gunasaurus we'll
4: outrage we'll take him in won't we yeah free transfer get him in
1: just put him on the goal line get him to lay down in the goal <laughs> just,
5: just, <laughs> still be better than pretty early
2: <laughs> <laughs> you leave spilly actually no don't leave, no, I, don't I, don't leave on, I enjoyed gareth's suggestion on twitter that we should, he could do a good job in defence for us. Absolutely.
1: I 100% agree. <laughs> Get him in. Sign him up. Which, Get him his boots on. Straight in.
2: Which led to Gareth saying, imagine having a wing back with actual wings.
5: <laughs> if you, by the way, with actual actually, wings. if you had to pick one of the current squad to tear up their contract and become the new mascot, so they they basically have to wear the Clarence costume. Who would you pick?
2: <laughs> I feel that this is very very harsh. Yeah, we won't this be is getting harsh. A Retweet this week from the club. <laughs>
1: it's very harsh hey, from
2: the
5: current squad. We can't you can't just do a podcast for a retweet, Charles. Come on, <laughs>
2: that's true. <laughs> from the current squad, from the current um, squad. You can have any reason.
5: Don't have to be because they're shit.
4: I think no, I um, Rocky Balboa would be so entertaining oh, He in that would be costume.
1: epic, wouldn't he? He would be so much so, <laughs>
4: yeah. he'd, be, he'd be giving out at least three pizzas. I think he'd just be yeah. like, "Yeah."
1: <laughs> lads. He'd be flying down he'd that so water excited. slide, wouldn't he?
4: he? He bloody would, have not? Get, get him in there. I mean,
1: <laughs> he, what he could do is he could dress as Clarence and still play better than some people on the pitch <laughs> and still score.
2: <laughs> now,
5: now, <laughs> I reckon I'd go in I, with I, Adams. Oh. Oh yeah, he'd right. be entertaining. It'd be so much although I feel like it, <laughs> it might get a bit handsy if he was a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> be
2: Are you thinking the one with you... bouncers Yes, I am. Yeah, <laughs> Just, just yeah, checking oh, yeah.
4: fighting the fighting the other mascots. That's you? what I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. Be like Cyril from Swansea. Didn't sweat, didn't yeah, Swansea. Cyril, Cyril, Swansea, good Cyril the swan. yeah. No, not Cyril Sneer. Cyril the Swan, oh, Swansea's mascot. Had a fight, didn't he, with another yeah. mascot?
4: There was one, the one with um, the wolves um, and a pig or something. <laughs> it was, what? Well, it was three, there was three pigs or something. There was a Wolfie the Wolf, is it, or something? Am I making it up? Uh, I'm sure oh, right. there's it a is, wolf, I'm wolf making it up. I'll Wolfie find that. the Wolf is Warrington Wolves' mascot. Oh, there's something wolf. I'm sure there's a wolf's mascot. Was, was it
5: wolf
2: from Gladiators? <laughs> it could well have been, yes.
1: <laughs> Pod favourite.
2: get him off I think you know I'd go I'd go go. for Sammy Hoskins
1: oh really club
2: because he's because he's the epitome of the club man these days isn't he I think yeah he'd do it he'd do it for free and he'd be like that going he'd he'd be very good and I think actually he'd lose a bit of his shyness as well I say he's shy he's only shy when he saw us in the dressing room that one time isn't he
5: yeah I don't think that was being shy Charles. I think that was just giving us the cold shoulder
2: yeah, probably. It, You're probably right.
4: Anyway, it was, it was Wolfie the Wolf. He had a fight was with it? Bristol City's mascots that so look like yeah, pigs or cats or something. <laughs> there's something there's something got <laughs> it oh, yeah. No, It's not a robin. It's definitely not a robin. <laughs> <laughs> there's um. Yeah, there's pigs. There's a wolf and pigs. There's three little pigs. I think.
1: <laughs> What's going on?
4: Um, YouTuber. Good question. That was question. a TV Good show question. I'd watch. By the way. <laughs> Mascot fight. Mascot yeah. wars. Really, robot Imagine. wars. <laughs> Yeah, instead of the, the instead of the uh, horse race thing they do every year um it's uh-huh. getting fighting
5: like a like a um a royal rumble but it's mascots
4: yeah actually then we could oh. secretly hide Chantel Cameron in the costume just <laughs> <laughs>
2: That would be really, really good, really good. Right, okay, oh, let's okay, let's have a look and, and have a chat. It wasn't a very good anniversary for Keith Curl. It was the so Keith Curl charge, anniversary,
1: was it? wasn't it? It was the most <laughs> Keith Curl anniversary you'd ever get. How did you celebrate your two-year anniversary, Keith? We got hammered.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just ended it with social media being all over my back again. <laughs> and uh, Sam Hoskins' anniversary as well,
2: It was Sam Hoskins' 200th appearance. We were, we were hoping that, or not hoping, I don't, that's the wrong word. We were, we were enjoying the thought of him not getting picked just simply for Keith to just be like, no, you're not, you're not just getting it because it's your two. Just because you've had a photo shoot with a shirt.
1: Yeah, with a headless Doesn't mean you're on the team sheet. (laughs) What was that about? There was a headless man involved in that photo shoot.
2: There was. do Do you remember when, um, in in the past, when players have made these big appearances, they they always used to just have the balls make up the numbers. Like they, they yes. put yeah, yeah, I remember bunch that. Of balls together to make a hundred or or something. This time they, they they wasted a Hummel shirt. How dare they! But I was more song.
1: more concerned about the fact that they chopped someone's head off for, for that photo shoot. It's just it's just a mould of his head.
2: <laughs> it's one of those
1: I one know of those
2: things, I things. Come on. <laughs> Oh, dear. Right, Bristol Rovers, how happy is Pete the Plumber? Oh, Deadly? don't.
1: I've not heard the last of it. Oh, Pete the Plumber. Oh, it's a nightmare. Honestly, this is, I'd say as well that it's worse than the 6-0 because we we have not gone and, and done the usual go to the game and, and then he can ridicule us on the way home and then it ends. He's literally just been a constant, constant ridicule all weekend.
2: I mean, the, the first twenty minutes wasn't that bad, was it? It certainly didn't necessarily show what was to cut, co- what was to come. I don't know why I've had to say that so slowly to get the words out, Neil.
1: <laughs> 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 we didn't lay a glove on them, though, did we? This is the problem. And we did this. We did this. We were lucky against Shrewsbury um and against and against Hull we did the same thing we did we we not dominated because we didn't this weekend but certainly against Hull we dominated the first 20 minutes for, for no fruition so we literally did not lay a glove on them and this is where Danny Rose needs to come in and and start tapping some goals in because we don't seem to have anything up front at the moment um it will come i think but i think we're just a bit lacklustre up front and obviously we have huge defensive issues um, which are not being helped because we're not able to get ourselves in front. I think they would relax more if we were able to get ourselves in front and then just the shackles are off a little bit. But because we're not laying a glove on them in the first 20 minutes, it doesn't seem to work and then they lose their confidence a bit.
2: It's so unlike a Keith Curl team though, isn't it? To be so poor defensively. I mean, I know that we've had the issues with zonal marking. Uh, Corners and free kicks and the like, but in open play, we're, we're normally so strong, and that's that is down to the fact that I imagine because Keith Curl was a defender, he knows how to set up a defence. So, what is going so wrong?
5: Uh, do you want my honest answer or my safe for the pod answer?
2: I always want your honest
5: answer, Neil. Uh, on the face of it, at the moment, it looks like some of the signings we've made are absolutely awful, Charles. I agree. Mm. Um, early days, granted. And you get the old argument that you've got to give them time to gel and stuff. But certainly at the back, I personally am not sold on Bolger. And I'm not sold on Rakic. And I haven't seen enough of Horsfall, really, to make a decision. But Rakic looks out of his depth, in my opinion, and looks... I mean, it, with him... It, could potentially might be that he just needs to get up to speed with playing league football properly. So you could probably give him slightly more slack to improve. Bolger, I expected a lot more from. He looks and I don't say this lightly. He looks he reminds me of Ash Taylor. Oh no. don't so huge far. Oh, bloody awful. Yes. <laughs> Correct. I've just not sold on him and, and I know he's a no nonsense defender and I know he's a bit of an old school defender in the respect of he's not going to pass it out properly and all that sort of stuff. I get that. And I just expected more from him. And I think he looks, I don't know whether he's fully fit or whether he's just languid.
1: Great word. Great word. Word of the week. (laughs) Word (laughs) of the week. I I think for me, for me, the worrying thing um, is the lack of accountability at the moment. In defence, I can quite easily um, live with defenders making a bit of a mistake or a big mistake and then kind of just accepting it. But there were several occasions on Saturday where they were screaming at Arnold in goal, who frankly couldn't do much about what was going wrong because he didn't have anything in front of him protecting him. Um, I like Arnold. I think he's a good keeper. Um, he commands his goal well. Um, but I think that job is becoming vastly more difficult um, because he's not got the safety net of the defence in front of him. And similarly to Ash Taylor, they are not taking the accountability for the actions they are actioning and throwing it onto Arnold when actually they're causing the issue in the first place. And I think, for me, I actually wrote that I didn't feel that they were fit to wear the shirt and I still stand by that Um Uh, All right, you could say that it was reactionary when I said that on Saturday, but I actually stand by that today. I I have not seen enough of that um, accountability and that ability to be responsible for your own decision making. And I feel that that is what Keith Kerr built. And I think it needs work. I do trust Keith Kerr to make it work. And I think they will come good. Um, it's not a personal thing, but I don't think at the moment they are there, and they need to be there very quickly.
5: Well, especially with who's coming up.
1: Absolutely, that's the alarm <laughs> bell ringing, isn't it? It, it, uh, I, it's,
5: it's one of them. It's, it's one of the frustrations I have. It is the, and, and I don't think it is this, but it's the perceived lack of urgency from. Keith Curl and the club in terms of bringing players in to fix the mistakes. And and that's just me as a fan talking when actually they, they probably are doing the right thing and and biding their time to bring in the right people rather than just bringing any any old person. But it is frustrating, right? Um, I, I, I just think we still need another centre-back without question. We still need another centre-back and Jeffy's right. The defence and Arnold don't look comfortable together. And I mean, whoever you blame for that, I don't know. Um, potentially, you could potentially blame all of them, I guess. But I, I mean, Bolger's been made captain as well. And at the moment, I and we had a big discussion about this as a group, didn't we? Um, but I'm yet to really see anything that screams from him, he should be captain. And maybe he leads in a different way. Charlie Gould was very vocal, wasn't he? So maybe Bolger leads in a different way and is, is a bit quieter and stuff. I don't know. But I, I I'm just not sold there at the moment and I need to see something from them that's going to bring me some confidence in that defence to think actually we might have a chance of of, you know sort of hitting mid-table this year.
1: I think for um, the in terms of the captaincy I know last year when Keith Kerr gave the captaincy to Charlie Goode he came out publicly and said this will either break this player or it will make this player and I don't know whether he's made another decision like that and we're just going to try and see what happens I really hope I really really hope it pays off because I think that Keith Curl's foundations that he's building in the football club were going in such a good direction and I would like to think that this is something that we can just iron out I have faith in those players and Keith Curl to be able to do that Um, and I think it's important to give him time yes we can look back on the Bristol Rivers game and the whole game and be disappointed and say that we don't like this, that and the other about the defenders. It's the glaring problem at the moment. Of course it is. But what I'd like to think is that actually there's a few uh, comments flying around Twitter. I know we've got some, some in, our, in our showreel here and it says, you know, we knew this would happen. It's a shambles and, and we knew Keith Curl's team wouldn't be good enough for League One. Well, we we can't say that now and we can't say that just on the defensive performances we've seen we have to be able to give a measured view of it we can't do that yet but what we can do as football fans like we always do is say what we're thinking and be able to justify that with you know the performances on the pitch now at the moment they're not up to scratch but it doesn't mean to say that Keith is not going to go and get it right because you know look we all sat here in what october last year and we were absolutely crucifying Keith Kerr's team and look what happened. So yeah, Danny I wrote think.
5: his blog. Yeah, we
1: need <laughs> we need to be supportive, especially given that we've gone up in the most unlikely fashion. We need to give him time and we need to give these players time. Because yes, okay, they're underperforming, but actually, you know, they could come good. Yeah, so let's give it time. Yeah, I think it's we right. have
5: to we have to give it time. You're absolutely right. I think there's there's no question about that. It's that I guess from my end, it's that frustration that we're here again, you know, we're we're having to give it time in the season rather than being prepped. And I know it's been a bit of a different pre-season this year, so it's not been quite the same, has it? So I guess that's, and that's important to remember as well. It's been a difficult time for the club um, and for all of football, really, in terms of finances and stuff. So uh, I think it's the right thing to say, Jeffy, that. Time is what's required, and we probably do need to be like, a little bit more patient.
4: The I think the annoying thing for me and the frustrating that come out from Saturday was they weren't very good at all. Like, mm. um, they, were, they were worse than a lot of League Two teams I saw last season. Um oh, were... That's the annoying thing to me. There, like from the start, and we were talking a little, a little bit earlier, Charles, about the oh, was it Jeffy? Sorry about about not putting a glove on them. Mm. It's pretty much right, but when we had the set pieces and stuff, we were launching everything in there and we were winning that first ball. We just weren't committing to the second one. We were, every time we'd win, we'd win that first ball and you think you get, oh, here we go, here we go. And, not, and then no one would commit themselves to the second ball. And we could have scored easily scored two or three in that first half and just, it gone a completely different way. And so the, the annoying thing for me is, yeah, defensive lapses, of course, um, it's going to happen. I, I, I I think people have still been a little bit harsh on the defenders individually and I think as a collective it will come Um, but on the whole the frustration more comes from the fact we've lost to a pretty bad team Um, and coming and Saturday I'm just concerned (laughs) about Saturday because we're playing a much better team on Saturday unfortunately.
5: I think you're right. I think Bristol Rovers were atrocious but I think they will be in the relegation battle this season if that's yeah I mean everything they've said after that game as well they thought they they played really well, and that was a fantastic performance by them. And stuff, which <laughs> is which is worrying for them, right? I mean, it's worrying it for just, us. To be lost, but we <laughs> were just so
4: sloppy, weren't we? That was the, it. Was errors that didn't need to happen.
2: The thing <sighs> that annoyed me was that, and this was both sides. You know, both sides did this. So I wonder whether it was almost like. I don't know. You hear about a manager saying, "Don't you don't let them suck you into playing their way and things like that." I wonder whether that was something that did happen with us, but unintentionally. Bristol Rovers were really, really poor in those first what was it? Five minutes. I think we got, you know, that all the play was happening in the Bristol Rovers third. And mm-hmm. realistically, if we'd have actually been on our game from the off, we we could have been one nil up, really, really quickly. But it just I don't know it just didn't happen but from the word go our first touch wasn't there and neither was Rovers and it was almost like both sides didn't really know how to play football and had never seen a football in their life and it was like and I know we're watching league one football and it's not premier league standard or anything but at the end of the day, you should be able to control a ball surely more times than not.
1: Well, well, uh, we... Chris
4: Christopher Missal had a couple of fine efforts <laughs> as well. But I don't mind
1: that. I don't mind that. Give it a go. I don't either go. because
5: we just know as soon as one goes in, we're going to be going mental.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
5: if you read your point, Charles, about they look like i have never seen a football before. If you read, there was a stat on Twitter uh, that we have attempted the least amount of passes mm. in the division and the... Have the worst pass completion rate in the division. Mm. So um, maybe we haven't seen football before. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> we don't know what. To no, do with the
2: it. One no, thing we... with that stat, though, of course, is that, you know, we're not a team that plays it across the bat. We, we watched the Shrewsbury game and Shrewsbury's defence. L- It reminded me of Martin Wilkinson's side back in 2003, where basically our back four kept the ball for 80% of the game and we lost 1-0 because we were never penetrative enough. And literally the defence just didn't want to give the ball away. So they just kept playing it amongst themselves. That's essentially what, what Shrewsbury did and what a lot of teams in League One do because it's this whole thing of... You know Pep Guardiola changed football and you have to play the passes just constantly, keeping possession and all this, that and the other. Keith Curl has already proved last season with us, in the playoffs at least, that 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 isn't the only way to win a football match and it certainly isn't necessarily entertaining to watch.
1: Also as well, um, without sounding disrespectful, uh, I hope it doesn't come across disrespectfully, but you've got to be the likes of Aguero to do that week in, week out, effectively you you, you're not going to achieve that at league one level and now any footballer at league one level knows that it is not possible to play that style continuously with it being successful at least 70% of the time which is what you're looking for really it's just not going to happen in league one because if you're a league one footballer you're not quite at championship or premier league level so there has to be an element of realisticism Realism. Yeah, I mean,
2: Yeah, realism. <laughs> yeah, realism.
1: I, word. I that yeah. word up. <laughs> <laughs> I did make a word up. It. That is true. Totally awesome.
2: I mean, I I love the fact that you know I don't mind if if a player you know like like a team doesn't put passes together or doesn't you know have seven hundred passes in a match or or something like that. I do, that doesn't really bother me. What bothers <laughs> me though is when <laughs> but what does bother me is when pretty much every player on the pitch can't control the football and has a, an awful first touch, which is which is what happened the entire game on Saturday. Sam Hoskins' first touch was dreadful. Hold on, he got uh, out the match. God knows how, but I'm not, I'm sorry, but he was dreadful. They were all dreadful. Yeah, I mean, in right. a way, it's, it, it, you know, it is harsh to actually single anybody out. In the same way as when you have a really, really good win, it's, it's sometimes harsh to single out a man of the match for being better than the rest. On this occasion, they were all as bad as each other, in my opinion. It was dreadful to watch. It was so frustrating. And just then to compound it, like literally, I mean, look, the penalty. I mean, there's, no, there's no question over the fact that that was a penalty. And if you ask me, Bolger should have been sent off in disgrace, for, for having allowed himself to to be being you know. an idiot, yeah, exactly. You he, he know, you know full well. It's so obvious, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, exactly I mean, I'm not being funny. You've let you've let the player beat you. You're just going to have to now leave it for the goalkeeper to to see if they can make a save. You cannot do what Bolger did, which is essentially give him a tap on the bum to say I'm here and let him f- basically back Whoa. into you and fall over. <laughs> but there's, there's, that it, is what's going to happen. It's a penalty every single day of the week. That yeah, and Bolger should know better. Well, that's it's ridiculous. ridiculous.
5: He's the experienced one, as opposed, apparently line isn't he? Uh, and also, I, also yeah, you're, I absolutely agree with that. And Joe Martin as well. I don't ever want to see him wear a cobbler shirt again, ever. I've done, It was I've needless, it. wasn't it? I've had it with him. He had a good game, didn't he, last week or whichever week it was? Um, Shrewsbury
1: had a good game. But, I mean, it's he even, frustrating.
5: He didn't even get in in our League Two team. So why is he playing centre back
2: in our League One? Because we haven't got another centre back. No oh no, that's the problem. There is nobody else. This I, is the issue. I'll just play two. But the fact is, you are quite right in the fact that you know he did quite well in one game. He then comes out, or there's the you know the articles in the Cron where where he says he'd quite like to play centre back. Moving on, well, of course he would because he's a left back in a team that doesn't play left backs. No, <laughs> you know, of course, he, if turn if you turn around to him, and say, would you go in goal? He's going to say yes. He wants to play football, and there's nothing, you know. I'm no, not going to right, yeah. slate him for that. That is absolutely fine, and that that is good. I'm glad he doesn't want to just sit on a bet on the bench picking up a paycheck. But at the end of the day, he's not, as you said, Neil. He wasn't in our League Two team. You know, he came on for the final few minutes. At Wembley to shore up a defence that, let's be honest, didn't need shoring up. Exeter were well beaten, didn't need him to really be on there to stifle Randall Williams because Randall Williams was awful all game. But you know, it's it's one of those where you just sort of look at it and just go, it's okay. I can forgive him for not being good enough, right? Okay. What I can't forgive, what I can't forgive, is for him throwing out an elbow when we've just made a triple substitution, having given away a penalty and gone one nil down. And I don't buy this, what Keith Curl has said. I don't buy this whole thing of like, oh, it's it's a, you know, a, a, a card given by somebody that's never played or understands the game. I don't buy that. Keith Curl is doing that and saying that to protect Joe Martin. It is the most blatant elbow. It is ridiculous. And I can't believe he's done it. And, and, if I was Kelvin Thomas, I'd have fined him two weeks' wages. Well, it's, I'm it's, that annoyed with it.
5: It's, I don't, don't think it's down to Kelvin Thomas, is it? But I think it's um, – I agree, by the way. His first yellow card was the most ridiculous thing.
1: Yeah, it was, absolutely. It
5: was, it was like that challenge you were talking about of Luke Shaw. It was – what was the point? Yes, your man had got away from you. Yes, he was going through – And sometimes you do have to make a professional foul and stuff. But the minute you do that, then you've got to watch yourself and you can't get away. And then surely you've got to have a think, right? If I'm on a yellow card here, I better not elbow someone in the face. That's a bit of a risk. (laughs) But I just, like, for me, like, he's not good enough. And you're right. Look, that's not his fault. He's he's obviously limited as a player. He's much better footballer than I am. Of course he is. But he's limited as a player. He shouldn't be starting at centre back for us. He shouldn't even be starting for us, really. The, The fact is, we usually play three at the back. We've only got two central defenders at the moment because falls injured. Why are we trying to shoehorn someone else in there that isn't good enough to play there? Mm. Why don't we just revert formation, change formation up a bit, and mix it up a little bit? And and mm. I mean, it's just not quite working at the moment. And I, I'm not sold on. I know you love him, Danny, and he's your new Sammy Hoskins, but I'm not sold on Mills yet either. Um, I, I, I was expecting. Well, he's not done anything. He's got better hair than me. Oh, that's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's not, and he's, look, by all means, he's not. He's he's not been that bad or anything. I think I probably just expected more from his set piece deliveries and stuff, and they've not been great at, so far. I've just been a bit disappointed.
2: Fair enough. Right, the, look, um, we're going to hear from the post bag in a moment. Sorry, Danny, I'm going to interrupt you. We will get back to it. In Shut, a moment, up, Danny. We've got to take a very very quick break, and then we'll be back with Neil's post bag after this. Ooh. Do you enjoy It's All
0: Cobblers to Me? Do you want more Cobblers-related podcast content and to feel all warm and fuzzy inside? Well, now you can! Sign up to support the podcast on Patreon. From as little as £2 per month, you'll receive access to additional content such as bonus podcasts, merchandise, pictures of Charles in the shower, meetups, player Q&As, And you'll be supporting us to keep bringing you a weekly podcast about the biggest and best football team in the world of Northampton. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me right now. Please note that pictures of Charles in the shower are not suitable for anybody with eyes. Postman Neil, postman Neil, postman Neil, and he's. Oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Honestly, like, I'm alright doing some stuff that's a bit out of character, but this, of all the things I've done, and I don't just mean for this show. I mean, like, in my life, this is the worst. Who gives a? F- what's in Neil's post bag?
2: <laughs> I love it. Go on, Neil. What's so, in your post bag? Uh, who what's gives a f-
5: Charles? <laughs> <laughs> Is um, it bulging, Neil? It's bulging. It's the it's the No, just, I can't say that. Um it's it, yes, it's bulging. It's <laughs> always um,
4: more bulging after a defeat, isn't it?
5: Yes, people are mm. in contact. We've had Gary is back. Okay. Oh. Gary, Gary from, from Twitter. Gary from, Gary from, from Twitter. From Twitter. Uh he said oh, in the summer mind. that we weren't good enough for promotion and he stands by it. It's going to be a long, hard season, is in in his opinion. I assume he means we weren't good enough for promotion from League Two to League One and not not for promotion, not for a promotion charge this year. So,
2: did um, <laughs> <Could> you imagine?
5: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Bold statement, Gary. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's right, isn't he? It is going to be a long, hard season. But I think we all knew that, right?
2: Yeah, I think I think so. Uh,
5: Patrick Payne. Uh, he says, if the ball isn't played in front of Harry Smith, you might as well not play him. This game was crying out for Adams and Marshall. Looking like Rose slash Warburton might be the front pairing. No use having a target man if no one feeds off him. These are my opinions only.
2: Uh, did you know? Did you see that tweet from D three D four podcast? Apparently, Harry Smith won twenty seven aerial duels this weekend for us. At least nine more than any other player in the division. I did see that? I did. So, uh,
5: and I thought he had a poor
2: game as well. Yeah, I, well, they all did, as we've already discussed. I mean, the thing, the key thing there is that he, he won duels. It's not that he flicked the ball on and it reached another one of our players. He just basically won the aerial battle.
5: Well, the thing is, yeah, if you're a target man winning, winning headers, you need to be trying to direct those headers. But equally, you do need someone anticipating where the ball is going to mm-hmm. go and stuff. So you can't level it all at Smith, can we?
4: No. That's why right. when Rocky Balboa came on, he was he gave so a hundred percent more than the other two playing behind Smith did in yeah. the whole game. That's, mm-hmm. he looked comp- he looked so hungry, he looked so at it and wanting to make things happen, didn't he? Just like you didn't realize the other two were on the pitch sometimes. That was Bagel and Hoskins, wasn't it, playing behind, off of Smith? Yeah. Um, and then we had about three target men on, and you know Balboa buzzing around him, but he he just looked so. Hungry to make things happen. And that, that's what thats what you want to see from that type of player.
5: We've also got uh, Abington Cobbler has got in touch. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know on this one. So I'll read it as he's written it. Uh, Curls front foot shit and zonal marking. I always thought Jimmy Floyd Haswell was clueless, but this manager is giving him a run for his money. <laughs> Bloody I mean, I disagree with bit that. Early. Yeah, bit <laughs> <Yeah>. Slightly <laughs> early for that disagree. kind of comment, I think. Um, the zonal marking thing I think is is always a question isn't it it crops up in every league um, whether you should zonal mark or whether you should man mark and stuff so there's an argument for both isn't there but I think to say that Curl is giving Hasselbank a run for his money is is wrong <laughs> it's Ridiculous it's, really it's the, on,
4: on this all again we, like we said at the start of the season we know how we're going to play it's not going to be a surprise to people how we play why are people still getting on to Curl about it we know what we expect him. we know it's not going to change it will work against some teams. It won't work against others. Um, he's the manager. We know what to expect, and it's it's not going to change while he's the manager. And uh, I, I still think it will work more than it doesn't.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I also think as well that um, the idea that people don't think that Keith curl is up to up to the job. Well, sorry, he proved he is, um, and he's proved that he's been able to create some kind of foundation that the club desperately needed so for those people that believe that Keith Curl is the wrong man then I disagree with you massively and I think a lot of our fan base uh, don't give him the respect that he deserves for the job that he's done
2: I think that there are there are kind of two ways that people look at Keith Curl so there's I'll say this first so two years of him being in charge a lot has already been said about that uh, elsewhere, but he has stabilised and given the club an identity. Samo said that both to us when we did the recording of the Liverpool podcast, which you can still go in here, by the way. Um, or uh, And he also said it on Radio Northampton, what, uh, last week, I think the whole game was he summarising. Um, and he said the same thing, which is that back when... Um, whoever it was that was in charge was it where when when Dean Austin was in charge or Jimmy Floyd and he said that there was no identity about the club um, now there is one and keith has installed that and that's not just about tactics on the pitch that's about the club as a whole and and what's been built upon and, and, and enforced by the management team Um but then there's also the other bit of it which will you can kind of almost say that unlike with remember how everybody was going to say that if if the premier league season had been finished or you know stopped early everybody was laughing saying that liverpool were going to have won the league but it would always have an asterisk next to their name in a way we are always or there are always going to be fans who will possibly rightfully say that we only actually got up because of the fact that, you know, the, the, the season ended prematurely. We scraped into the playoffs on PPG and then we were a tournament team that managed to win the playoffs. There will always be that Ooh. element where, where it looks at it and goes, well, you know, okay. Yes. He's got, got his first promotion, but had the season gone on, would it have actually have carried on? And would we have carried on and got to the point where we, we, we ended up getting promotion. I mean, nobody can know the answer for definite, but there is always going to be that, that part of it where people are going to look at it and they are going to say, well, would we have got promotion in a normal season?
1: Maybe not, but what we weren't doing was staring the barrel down at uh, the National League, which is what we have done s- several times. And at least we've got some kind of cushioning now between us and non-league, which for a while seemed a little bit too close for comfort, right?
5: Yeah, I think so. And who knows? Who knows? We've got Mike Fuller. Do you want to hear from Mike Fuller? Leeds United,
4: Mike Fuller. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, Leeds
5: United fan, Mike Fuller. Um, (laughs) Boulder and Arnold do not look comfortable together. No creativity. Hoofball will not work in League One. Harry Smith is not a starting striker. I maintain this season will be tough. Need to grind out points to stay up. Also, how good is Bielsa? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> did they he say one all draw didn't they <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> against man city how did ever kevin de Bruyne get over your fantasy team by uh eh, Tony oh wonderfully four points <laughs> <laughs> wonderful <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest of the
5: messages i don't know how many you want me to go through. Mm. the rest of them there is a general theme mm. um a lot of it is about defensive problems um and it's not working at the back. Something needs to change. Something needs to be sorted out. Uh, a couple saying that tactics must change. Long balls won't work. Defence is awful. I think on the tactics thing, I think you touched on it. Um, it it's not going to change. So we know we play like that. And when we play that way and we we do it well, it works. It's when it doesn't, like Saturday against Bristol Rovers, we didn't do it well and it looks terrible. <laughs> and it, and it yeah. is atrocious. So it, it's... It's not going to change, is it? We're not going to suddenly change the style of play, and I think people have to just kind of deal with that.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Shall we have a quick fantasy Premier League update, Danny? Oh no. yes, come on, Danny, go no, no, on, Danny. I don't want it this week. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've had such a bad week that I've pulled out my wild card, Charles. I've, I've had oh. enough of my team getting rid of them all and starting again. Um, I was in the heady heights of nineteenth last week. What am I twenty eighth now? I think. Um you are. and we've mm. got. JJ Stevenson, who's at the top with 339 points, which is almost double what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he's absolutely storming. It's not used any of his chips or anything like that. He's, he's just. Any of his chips? Yeah. You know, the old uh, The free hits and the oh, wild cards and all that. Oh, I thought there was a secret uh, thing
5: I didn't know about. <laughs> no. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. You're going to get to the end of the season without using them. <laughs>
2: yes. <Yeah. laughs> are you telling uh, me that, that you know what these are? Because I, I definitely don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah,
4: I do. Yeah, do you want me to run through them, Charles? Oh, or chips.
2: Chips. chips, chips, No, run, run through them off air. It's fine.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so Neil had a good week, didn't you, Neil? A stormer, best week yet. Stormer. Who was doing it for you? Was it DCL? <laughs> was it who? it Dominic Calvert-Lewin? I I, nine.
5: I used one of those magic chips, and I oh, did you. What did you do? Had a switcheroo. I used my free hit this weekend. Uh, um, you
4: didn't tell us that, did you? When you were. Fragging about it,
5: <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I think I brought in Son, uh, uh Calvert Lewin, Uh, Grealish. Oh my word! So, you yeah. did have a good week. A good week yeah. That <laughs> is, I
4: have to say as well. Looking ahead to the the fixtures at the weekend, that was a good. That was a bold move. if you was. look at it, you like Son's playing away at Old Trafford, uh, Grealish's got Liverpool. That that's a ballsy move. Well done. They yeah,
5: call me Mister Balls, Danny.
2: So they
4: do. <laughs> Uh Charles, where are you? You're fortieth. I'm fortieth. Yeah.
2: yeah. Neil, you're 32nd, by the way. You've moved off. Fly it.
5: E I E I E I O.
4: yeah <laughs> uh, Chesse's yeah. in 41st. Um, Chessie, I, don't, you, I
1: don't really know what's going really on. I don't know really what understand what's happening. I'm not managing <laughs> material. <laughs> Chessie's
4: got Richard Hope, um, Eric Sabin, Alan McCormack. Um to Alan a McCormack's
1: direction. my manager. That's why it's not uh, going so well, because he's just giving him the hair dryer treatment constantly. <laughs> Have you got an Alan. Alan. Update? Yeah, I, I'm him. very upset about Alan. I'd quite like him back at the Cobblers. He's please. dead,
2: isn't he? He's injured. He injured. Well, I mean,
1: he, uh, to be fair, he'd still be better than some of them on the pitch, wouldn't he? Let's be honest. Get him on.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I did enjoy Craig West's tweet. Uh, that he sent in to us, where he was saying that him and Kieran are uh, in good company in the hashtag Bias Championship, uh, right at the bottom with both Chezy and Neil. Now, obviously, that was before he sent that in before this weekend.
1: Do I have to change it every result. weekend?
2: No, no, Jeffy, just leave it as it is, mate. <laughs>
1: I'm very well.
4: confused. I would I would probably take the captaincy off James Milner though if I were you, <laughs> Yeah, I would probably do that. <laughs> is yeah. that
1: my captain?
4: I don't know. I just <laughs> to play of nowhere that... that's Awkward. amazing.
1: <laughs> I don't I haven't got a clue what, I don't understand. I don't I don't know my left and right, let alone different you positions know. and all you that. You haven't um, got a clue what's going on.
4: Eric Cantonar's moved on now as well, so you need to get him out. <laughs> Jeffrey
5: doesn't know who Eric
1: Cantona
4: is. No, that's true, yeah, actually, I no. do I've, I've he wore year.
1: his collar up. And he scored an absolute yeah. screamer of a free kick for Man United. One of the best players ever. But again, he wasn't my anything generation, else? so yes, Neil.
4: He also did is, a is kung any, fu I was going to say, is there anything oh. else that distinguishes <laughs> him from?
5: <laughs> did you yeah. not know about that, Jeffy? Say that again. Did you, did you know that he did a kung fu kick on a fan at Hawaii? He <laughs> <Paris? laughs>
1: <laughs> was a bit mental, wasn't he? <laughs> Just a bit.
2: Yeah. It was crazy.
5: <laughs> <Remember> that <laughs> saying he, when he, he, I can't remember what interview it was when he was talking about the fish following the trawler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it. Not enough characters um, in the game anymore, is there?
1: No, we the need more game's like gone. Eric and Alan.
2: The, game's game's gone. Gone. the game game's is gone. Game's gone. <laughs> game has it well and truly gone. Uh, right, that's the postbag done. Uh, Neil, if people want to write in, how do they do it?
5: Uh, I suggest you don't physically write. <laughs> in, because we, we don't have a head office, so it won't make its way to us it? <laughs> in, the, in the post box and just title neil's post bag then god knows where it will end up so um,
4: neil buchanan yeah it could that. go
5: to neil buchanan um Banksy. i would uh what's it what is our email address charles it's all it's gob- all cobblers it's all cobblers mm-hmm. at com. is that correct
2: yep that is correct yep spot on
5: I've been out of the loop because you banned Neil's post bag for a while. I've forgotten where to send things. Um, and the Twitter. What's our Twitter? It's all cobblers. No. At, <laughs> at cobblers to me. Yes. There we go. At cobblers to me. Twitter. Everyone that listens knows what our Twitter is anyway.
2: Yeah. That's it's not true, like we're going to have anyone new bad. listening, like an Everton so, fan. Yeah, I was going to say, it's all the Everton fans <laughs> right <laughs> Hello to all you toffees that are listening for the first time this week. Yes, uh, Dominic Calvin-Lewin is all thanks to us, yes. Uh, <laughs> it was just banter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Daddy, take us through NTFC Women's Weekend.
4: Uh, well, they've lost in the FA Cup first qualifying round, haven't they, Charles? They've, <laughs> their winning run of about 300 games is over. Uh, St Ives. Saw them off 1-0. I think Bianca Lutman got sent off for a high challenge. Could have done with a couple of them on Saturday as well, couldn't we, in the men's game? Um, <laughs>
5: They've had a couple of red cards, haven't they? Yeah, they
4: but well, you like the two it, games mean, in a row. Like I said, you don't mind seeing
5: that sometimes, do you? It's good to see that Keith Curl's style is filtering. It's rubbing off, yeah. No <laughs> nonsense. That's what I
1: call it. No nonsense. Oh, okay, yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: But that, that's a gutting defeat. That. You wanted to see him get through to the actual first round proper, didn't you? Um, yeah. Absolutely. But... But what it's a run annoyed. they've been on, you know,
1: that you, you should, obviously it's very difficult to take when they've just been knocked out of the FA Cup, but what a brilliant run they've been on. And hopefully they can recover from this result and, and hit the ground running again, because they have been brilliant. They really have. They've been so consistent. Um, and for just to have this minor hiccup, hopefully they can uh, just start over from where they left off before the FA Cup. And, and let's just see what happens. I think they, I think they're a good side and I think they're working hard at the moment. So let's see what happens.
4: Very true. They've got their own derby coming up as well, haven't they?
1: Mm-hmm. Have
4: they? Who have they got? Ketrin. Ooh. The a big one. At home yeah. or away? Um, I don't know, because Charles typed it into the running order, so I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I literally just did it as we were talking. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Ketrin. I know it's Ketrin, but I can't remember. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I will double-check. Uh what you're checking out? Also, uh,
5: Kettering have been drawn. Kettering men's team. This has been drawn against Brackley in the next round of the FA
2: Cup, haven't they?
4: Oh, they They have. Another local (laughs) one.
2: Big game. Big game. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to guess it's at home.
4: Okay. It's yeah. It's in the Northamptonshire area.
2: there we go big derby for them
4: maybe they're just saving it for that one let's go and hammer catcher instead
2: yes hopefully Hopefully get into um, well from uh, from one derby to another the big match preview brought to you by three idiots and Chessy Yeah, Neil has infiltrated the forums in an effort to try and get an understanding of how our next opponents see things. This week, it's the turn of those blue inbred bastards who can't pronounce nen properly. How did you get on with the boys from Peterborough, Neil? Cause any ruptures? Well, no. Um,
5: I signed up, which felt dirty in itself. They've got two forums, Peterborough. They've got londonroad.net. And they've also got www.theposhforum.com. Signed up to both as Bista Posh. Thought I'd throw a curveball in there and pretend I was from Bista. Never get caught. Nope. (laughs) Never suspect a thing.
2: (laughs) It's Uh, one of those where you go deep undercover and you don't want to burn your cover in case you need to use it again in future.
5: Yeah, I've been deep undercover, so I've popped... the same message both forums saying, I know I'm a bit early for this, but not long to go now. Anyone going to go and watch from the hill? Uh, and then I've put, regarding the game, I'm actually a little concerned they might take points off us for once. Um, you know, get in how, with, how
2: many people laughed
5: at you, Neil? I'm getting with the locals. <laughs> uh, well, one replied saying, I've already been told by the posh police liaison officer that the old bill will be having a look. So no, I won't bother going to the hill. Um, <laughs> And then they've all basically just started talking about their their team they're going to play, which, to be honest, I don't really care. Um, A couple of interesting comments, though. Someone said, we do need a physical presence against that Wobbs team.
4: Um, Was that Alan Alan Swan?
5: (laughs) Yeah, it might have
2: been. um, Just out of interest, what did you name the thread?
5: Well, again, I felt dirty, but I named it Wobblers. I oh, know, but they they changed it. So I named, oh, really? I named it Wobblers, and they've changed it to Northampton Town v the posh. So, oh, uh, also quite, apparently, quite apparently uh, Fergie, Darren Ferguson, who uh, beat uh, acknowledged <laughs> that their in his post-match interview after they'd beaten Swindon, he acknowledged our physicality. Apparently, so
2: um, they word- did he acknowledge it as a positive and and one that he felt he could get behind or.
5: He acknowledged it and thought, maybe I can get some more tips. Um, So, dangerous territory. But I say dangerous territory, Charles. I have Googled this, and it is true. Apparently, I also, so to get a bit of background on that story, because I wasn't entirely sure, because I know we sing it, don't we? Whenever we go and play Peter, we sing, Mm -hmm. he beats his wife, he beats his wife, Fergie beats his wife. Um, And I've always thought, does he actually or not? So I've had a Google and found a story about it. um, And then I reached out to Poshfan, who I follow on Twitter, uh, craig Lyons, um
2: hang on hang on you follow a posh fan on twitter
5: yeah he's an all right guy surprisingly
2: that is very surprising but carry on
5: um and he said he believes they settled out of court um he kicked her on the shins when she wouldn't let him out of their house so again, what that's what happened and then when you read when you read the story, I'll share the link if you want at some point. When you sh- when you share when you read the story about it in the news, his excuse was my leg was outstretched and my wife ran into my leg.
2: He's, he's not playing in defence and and being giving away a penalty. So oh, ultimately, I think he's a. F- <laughs> um, but so I
5: also asked uh, this posh fan uh, how they view us, basically just get a bit of insight. Um, yeah. Uh, we view you as an easy six points <laughs> uh but having no crowd plays a huge part we've started okay been unlucky with results i'm confident we'll beat you uh but this season is going to throw up strange results so i'm not gonna have a bet uh to be honest i don't know anything about your team i reckon a few will be on the hill to watch the game um so there you go that's insight from that posh fan uh what else have we got on the forums uh a few messages on the other forum uh they said one of one of their Posters commented saying, "I'm concerned about this one. As long as we keep their goal machine Sam Hoskins quiet, I think we'll be okay." Uh, yeah. Also, they signed that shit house Danny Rose. Um, is Seth Nana still there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This sounds uh, a bit familiar. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the poster? Uh,
5: I did uh, not Oh yeah, it's it's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Brizzle posh.
4: That's not, what that's
5: not what his name was. Bristol, Bristol. Uh, someone else has commented saying we'll do well to get four before half time.
4: Oh, You're cocky, aren't they?
5: Yeah, Tony P, uh, which I assume stands for Tony Posh. If we lose to Cobblers, he'll eat his pants
2: right hold him, to get that. him on the pod get him on the pod, Live eating on the pants. pod eating that's pants, what yeah. i say
5: so there you go it doesn't look too good and I'm, i do you want a bit of insight from our forum as well
2: from the hotel end
5: from the famous hotel end
2: uh yeah go on let's let's have some famous insight from the famous hotel end uh
5: so it's fair to say there's not a huge amount of confidence
2: <laughs> uh, there's not there's not any here either I'm going to be no. honest with
5: you right now so Dan said uh, just win this game in TFC we've not had the pleasure of that feeling since April 2006 which is far too long uh, someone said is it, it
4: really
2: that long ago that we beat
4: them
5: it is yeah
4: uh, Sean's that led just slip wasn't it that, 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 uh,
5: yeah Yeah. it was got my
4: leash running. Yeah. Uh,
5: someone said if the players are reading this the game would have been a sellout the fans would not expect anything less than 150% losing is not an option you can't get over 50%, but I get the point. <laughs> uh, someone says they're going to be watching from the hill. Uh, biggest league game in a long time. It's a shame the players won't get to experience six fields at capacity. No prediction, uh, but I'd like to add my message to the squad
2: please don't lose. Uh, I, I, let's Right. Let's just take that for a second. Saying that it's a shame that the players won't get to experience a sellout of six. Last time we played them at home, we didn't sell out six fields. So, what what makes anybody think that we would have done it this time?
5: Well, I think it would have been a sellout.
4: Yeah, I think. I yeah, think so it's so, so early in the season still, isn't it? And then yeah. we've still got that that um, momentum from promotion. Like, there have been a lot more season ticket holders and a lot more people still up for it. We've won a game. We've, we've lost the last couple, but I think there would still be a lot that would have just. Come for the occasion because it's been so long. I mean, there was that ridiculous game in the EFL Champions League, weren't there? But don't really count, I don't think. Um, so I, I do think it would have been a pretty good atmosphere. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I just the thing I fear is all these goals going in elsewhere. You know, these ridiculous scores. Yeah. That, um, let's say if if you're the type of team that Peterborough are that play the play the ball and pass through you if you get a couple you just worry how bad it's gonna get don't you? But then on the other on the other hand, keep it nil nil for as long as we can. Get a shit house winner. Danny Rose. Well, I think Woody,
5: I think Woody on the hotel end has got the right the right view. Andy Woodman. <laughs> no I won't I don't think he's at the eighty four so it could be it could be Junior Woodman I guess. Um he said he was looking forward to watching this. Uh however after the performance against Bristol Rovers he's gonna go for a walk somewhere with no mobile signal <laughs> for a few days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might be the safest thing to do.
1: I think from a, a fan perspective, I would go as far as saying that if we don't get at least a draw on Saturday, it could be disastrous for Keith Kerr. Um, no. Yeah, no, I really no, do. No, no, no hang, on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, let me finish my point.
2: Um,
1: not um, in terms of in the actual club, but in terms of the fan base, I think he could be in real trouble uh, with being able to convince those that are not already convinced, which is a fairly big majority um, who are not convinced at the moment, which which I think is wrong because I think he is the right man for the job. But I think if we don't at least draw this game, there is going to be some serious confidence issues amongst the fans. This it is imperative, mm. really, that we do not lose this match.
5: I disagree. Yeah,
2: yeah me too.
5: On the basis, so I, I don't necessarily disagree fully. But I, disagree. I think it's okay. I think it's okay if we lose. Um, if we put in a performance, I think if yeah. we if we put in a decent enough performance and you know we lose by the odd goal and it's it's you know it's a ish game, then I th- get away with that. If we go out and get hammered four one or something, then I kind of agree.
4: Yeah, we need to see as soon as that ball kicks off. We need to get see someone go and smash into them straight away and let them know that
5: we're there. Step forward Missaloo <laughs>
4: yeah exactly yeah yeah but exactly even if it's picking up a book within the first 30 seconds I don't care I don't care just start on the front floor get into them and just don't let them dick about with the ball and just show them that we're there and then that might throw them off a little bit I think that's the only way we're gonna get anywhere near them I think I do kind of see halfway coming from Jeffrey but I think it's more like Neil said we need to need to actually put in some heart and some performance and mm. if we do we like because at the end of the day we're playing a promotion favorite right we we're, we're not playing a team that's the same kind of level as us at the moment we if you take away the whole derby stuff of it they're a much more advanced team than we are um, in terms of their players and in terms of how they how they view themselves so I, i'd i'd be really happy with a draw actually yeah i <laughs> um, would as
1: well absolutely and
4: obviously you want to win but if we if the worst comes to worst we lose i, I don't i just don't want to get hammered and i want to go down fighting i don't want to i don't want to be sat here having lost five or six nil and just that's when i'd start to really despair and wonder like i wouldn't be kind of writing a blog or anything but i I would uh, be you you, you just want to be you just just want them to show that it's a derby
5: they've got i mean they've got a better team than us haven't they let's be honest yeah there's no dressing that up in any way shape or form Mm. got much better players than we have um Looking at their squad, I was trying to work out if I'd have any of ours over any of theirs, and I was I'll be honest, I was struggling a little bit, which felt bad. <laughs> um just a note on the referee as well. The referee oh on Christ. Who is, is it? Uh well, it's a guy called Brett Huxtable.
1: Um we've had oh, him before.
5: And if you so do you remember the referee we had the other week that was how can I say this? I think, I think Rotund Shit. was the first. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury. Uh,
5: this guy... No, no it was Hull. It was Hull. Alan, yeah. Alan Young. So this guy oh, looks yeah. like he's eaten Alan Young. <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, and he's no, not he's... had he's not had very good reports from other fans of clubs that have had him in oh, charge lovely. of the games.
1: Oh, fantastic. Set up beautifully <laughs> then, isn't it?
4: I he was going to drop that bomb, then. I, know. <laughs> yeah, I did.
5: <laughs>
2: one you know, to look forward to. Yeah. Can I just before we go to predictions? Yeah, I, I just there, there was one thing. Now I I will credit. Oh, I think it was Carl on the hotel end. I saw say this. Um, so in my in my Cobblers fan lifetime, I think I've seen in terms of league games, I think I've seen us win twice. I've never right? seen us win. Okay, both far. times. Both times time. at London Road.
4: There was there was one at home, I think.
2: Have we won one at home as yeah, well in in the sure in be, league?
4: Be, yeah, I think pretty sure we've beaten two one at home at some point.
2: Okay, right. As long as it wasn't just in like the auto windscreen crap or whatever. Um, but do, the thing is, is why do people expect us to actually do anything in this game? Well, because actually, we lose. We lose nine times out of ten. I know it's the Derby, and don't get me wrong, there is, you will not find anyone more passionate about this game than me. But I, there is a part of me that does say to myself, why why do we let it get so, you know, worked up in our minds about it? Why are we talking about the possibility that if we get beaten, then, you know, the fan base might start to turn on the manager? We, we very rarely beat them. So... Shouldn't we be going into it and just going, do you know what? If we do win, that's going to be bloody amazing. But don't go in there necessarily expecting it.
5: No. I mean, it's... Look, they have got a better team and a better squad than us. And they're they're a more established League One club than we are. But they are in the same division as us. They are. And I would argue that actually they're a similar size club to us. Because despite their their time spent in League One, they've had a couple of seasons in the Championship and they've been in and around the, the, the top half of League One for a while now, their fan, their attendances haven't really increased particularly at all, really. <laughs> not um, this season. Oh, no, not this, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> not this season. Um, so I actually think they're a pretty similar size club to us, I don't think.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> but do, you, do you know, though, I, I don't disagree with that. The one thing that I, I would say is that so how long has owned that club for? It's been a long time and he's got more money than either of the two sets of owners that we've had in the time that he's owned posh. They are just, further down the line with a, with a richer owner and one that has managed to also get more investment in, because they're, they're he's now the president, isn't he? And then he's got two others, that investors that have come in to boost the coffers of the football club. We, we haven't got that. So, I mean, you can point to it and go, oh, their transfer policy has been successful or more successful than us. And they've sold players for many millions of pounds. You know, Ivan, Tony, Dwight, Gale, the list you know, isn't endless, but you know, there's a few of them. Whereas ours is Charlie good. And that's it. That's gone for over a million quid. Um, But I mean, essentially I, I agree with you that they're not a bigger club than us. It's just that they're further on down that line of having a more, uh, I was going to say expensive. That's not just a, a richer owner than we do. And somebody that has basically plowed millions of pounds into their club for nothing back.
5: I, by the way, yeah, I'd argue as well that, you know, part of what gets levelled at our owners, right, is, well, the, the club's now £5 million in debt or whatever it is. Hmm. I've just found a story, uh, doing a bit of Googling, I just literally typed in Dara McAntony, dodgy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a story that comes up from The Guardian uh, 10 years ago. So things have changed since then, obviously. Um during his up to this point this 10 years old obviously but up to that point his while he was in charge their debts had risen to 6.6 million um and there was also questions back then about his his company off you know abroad and stuff and some some potentially dodgy dealings and stuff um so i just think it's it it's no different right they've just got their owners have got slightly bigger pockets than our owners they're not running any different way. They're putting money in and that debt is going to the club. So it's not any different to how we're run as a football club in that respect. They've just like you said, Charles, they've just got more money. And yes, you can harp on like you said, they earn more money from transfers and stuff. I mean, does that where does that money go for starters? I mean, they sold Ivan Tony, what was it, for ten million and then they, they bought that Johnson Clark Harris for one point two million. So where's the other eight million odd gone for starters? You'll be questioning that surely. Um so there's you know, I I, I I don't really get this whole, right, we should be more like Peterborough and we should be run more like Peterborough. They're not run very differently to us at all. If anything, it's pretty much identical, just on a slightly bigger scale because their owners have got more money.
2: Right, predictions. Let's get to those. Um, let's start with you, Jeffy.
1: We're going to lose 4-0. Sorry. Oh, oh Jeffy. Bloody hell,
2: Jeffy. Crying out loud. Get out. <laughs> I, for one, am glad we started with you. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: uh, Danny? Oh, I just want to beat
4: them, Charles. I've just been looking through their squad and just all their faces and I just want to beat them all. <laughs> Not physically, uh, because I couldn't. Um, just just, like, just <laughs> oh, Don't like, put yourself
2: down, Danny. Don't put yourself <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> you could, uh, Chantal uh, Cameron Archie didn't Jay, make yeah. it to, to being world champion with that sort of mindset.
4: <laughs> I didn't do that with, with my kind of gut either um, <laughs> I might be able to take Archie Jones at a, at a push but he looks about 12 so I probably wouldn't bother um, I reckon you
5: could take Ricky J Jones as well
4: Ricky J Jones
5: yeah
4: no no I don't think so no you're overestimating me uh, yeah I, d- I just want to win and I'm going to predict a win because I can't predict anything else uh, 1-0 uh, I think we're going to hold him off right until the end <laughs>
5: And you're predicting we'll keep a clean sheet.
4: Yes, I am. Uh, and Bolger is actually going to start the move that sets up the goal.
5: Mm.
4: It's going to, yeah, it's going to launch the ball upfield. Benny Ashley Seal's going to flick it on and Danny Rose is going to nip in behind their defence who are trying to dick about with the ball. Um He's going to score the winner in the 88th minute and we're all going to go crazy from our
2: sofas. I, I mean, if the it end. happens, it is true. Um, It'd I'm be so going good to beat them. <laughs> it certainly would. <laughs> uh, I'm just having a quick look through their squad as well. Can I just point out, Christy Pym looks like he likes a pie. Um,
4: he's that no. deceptively well. He's he's really small, but he's really good, isn't he? Yeah, I remember him yeah, being yeah, yeah.
2: Tiny. He's but, their number and one goalkeeper. now
4: on earth he's the goalkeeper? But um, yeah, he's pretty good.
5: Look at the other goalkeeper. Daniel Gaioli, have you seen him? He looks like he should be in a boy band or something.
2: He does. He does. Look right. like he looks a... like he should be in five. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe he is. Um, the other thing that I've noticed, so first, Ryan Broom uh, from yeah. Cheltenham, um, that nah. he signed this year. He'll be out for revenge, probably. Probably. Yeah, Anybody else noticed George Boyd and they've got the George Boyd's photo from when he was first at posh about twenty years. Oh, yeah, they have. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> got a different badge and everything. They? Yeah, and
4: a different just, different kit make and everything. Just noticed they've, that, um, and I was
2: like, "What? Okay, fine, fair enough." Um, right, my prediction. I'm going. Remember what I th- one of you two lads said it before about you're worried about. The wins and the results that have happened over the weekend in the Premier League and how mental they've been. Oh God! I actually think that that will that Go that that could be a good yes. thing for us. Go on, Charles. I'm going seven bloody two <laughs> to us <laughs> because, right? You imagine the Liverpool of this division—they'd like to probably think Peterborough, and we play Claret. There you go, there's my tenuous link. Uh, so seven two. <laughs> Who's our <that>, Jack Grealish? <laughs> well, uh well, our Jack Grealish, well, number ten, it's gonna be Nicky Adams, obviously. Nicky Adams oh, yeah.
4: is he, t- g- he needs to play. If anybody's gotta play this weekend, he's gotta play, surely. And
2: you can guarantee, and the hat trick hero is going to be Danny Rose. Yeah. Quite clearly. Brand new signing. Straight in. Bosh. Fresh as a daisy. There you go. Uh so yeah, seven two. I'm going for it. I'm gonna put money on it. I've decided. <laughs> There you go. Not a lot. I'll put a quid on. There you go, um, Neil. It's down to you, my friend. What are we going with?
5: Uh, I am going to go uh, Northampton Town one. Oh oh oh! Peterborough United
2: <gasps> six.
5: <sighs> I'm sorry. And that's
2: the end of this week's pod. Thanks very much for listening. And all we can got time to say now is. Uh, Hi Ash. And that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neil. I interrupted you. Oh,
5: no, that's fine. I don't... I have nothing else to add.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Oh, okay, then. That's brilliant. Um on, oh, you really pessimistic person. Love it. Thanks very much. Okay, thank you very much for listening. I will actually properly end it now, then, in that case. Uh, thanks for listening. If you can, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to the podcast. Tell your coppers friends about us as well. That would be lovely too. And hopefully this time next week we'll be coming to you with the massive smiles all over our faces as the, yeah, the ghost of Ash Taylor is laid to rest and we actually beat the bastard Posh. Goodbye.
4: Hi Ash. Oh, just
2: get into them.
4: What was he doing up there? Fuck the Posh. Yeah. Barry Fry has got a sister.
5: (laughs) That is exactly how the song goes, Danny.
4: Yeah, I forgot the words.
5: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think Barry Fry might have a sister. I'm not sure.
2: (laughs) Barry Fry has got a sister. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet The Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin, and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.